Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Nez Nation Live. It is I, Professor Nez, your personal branding coach, business owner, content creator, podcast host coming at you live here. And I'm very excited about this episode. If you're wondering at all, how in the world do I use LinkedIn? How in the world do I create content on LinkedIn? I can create content on LinkedIn? What? That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, it actually does, especially for 2019 and beyond. You're going to want to listen to this show over and over again because we have LinkedIn video content strategy expert Judy Fox, who has just been absolutely crushing it on LinkedIn, over a million views on her content, and she's building and growing her personal brand. You you have to check this show out. An amazing interview with the awesome Judy Fox. We're going to get cooking very, very soon. She's awesome. I've talked to her. I've met her. I've... I mean, she's just a true, genuine human being, which is which is sometimes rare in this business. Before we get into all of that, though, I have to share our sponsor, as always, is Beyond the Box Academy. This is the ultimate online training academy where you can learn mindset, communication, personal branding, leadership, negotiation, job search, writing. We're creating the best professional courses of all time. I mean, literally of all time. Go to beyondtheboxacademy.com. And if you want a special discount coupon code, send me a message, a personal message. You can DM me everywhere. I'm everywhere, ProfessorNez.com. Or you can just email me at PeterNezAuthor at gmail.com. And I will send you a specific direct coupon link for a 40% off on any of our professional courses in the Beyond the Box Academy um, online uh, training facility. Okay. So without further ado, I want to jump right into it. Make sure that you take some notes for this one, y'all. You're not going to want to miss it. Thank you so much for being here. It means the world to us. Um, If you wouldn't mind writing us a review on iTunes, even if you're listening to this on Google or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast, if you wouldn't mind writing us a review on iTunes, that's where it really has the most impact I would really, really appreciate it. I want to read one review that we got from a very special um, guest. I'm sorry, guest. (laughs) From a very special um, person. We got a... uh, uh, I I like to read these reviews now because I just think it's so amazing that, um, you know, you guys are just so awesome. And I I can't tell you how excited I am when I get these reviews and I check them. But uh, I want to say a big shout out to Erwin913, who gave us five stars and says, great information reflecting on 21st century helps me to compete in the market. And I just want to say thank you so much to Erwin. If you leave a review on iTunes, um, you might just get a shout out here on the show, the Nez Nation Live Personal Branding Podcast 101 show. So make sure you do that. We would really appreciate it. We're bringing you more and more content every single month, especially on the podcast. I'm taking the podcast a lot more. I'm going to rev up the engine. Got a lot more guests lined up. We've got so, you got to subscribe to the show. You've got to keep listening. Because if you want to learn anything about 21st century business, mindset, digital storytelling, how to build your own business online, this is the show that you're going to learn how to do it. And without further ado, let's get into it. Cue that music. Music. <laughs> 
This is a show where we talk about how you can discover your purpose, communicate your message so that you can impact your audience, whether that's for your business, your career, building a community, or all three, like Mua, Professor Nez, your personal branding coach, LinkedIn consultant, business owner, and an actual business communication professor. I know you can see my guest on the screen and come on in, come on in. I am super excited to introduce to you. This is somebody who uh, was at Vid Summit, which I was at Vid Summit too. Funny enough, we never actually hooked up at, at Vid Summit, but through you know osmosis and through the understanding of how important this stuff is, we've been communicating on LinkedIn through mutual friends and networking. And I have come to really, I feel like we've built such a great rapport in such a short amount of time. And I'm super excited to introduce to you today, Miss Judy Fox. Judy, how in the world are you? I'm amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it is so nice to have you on the show. You have no idea. Judy is a LinkedIn video creating rock star, content strategist, speaker, author, you name it. I mean, she's pretty much done it all. And I'm just so excited to have you on the show because you know, Judy, me, Professor Nez. And by the way, call me Nez. School is out. Call Professor me. Nez. All my friends call me Nez. <laughs> <laughs> but I want, I want you to know that, you know, I love this platform, LinkedIn. And I know a lot of my audience are curious about LinkedIn. You and I have been on LinkedIn for a very, very long time. I can't wait to get into it. But before we get into it, how in the world has Judy Fox been? What's been going on? What's new? Tell us a little bit about what's happening in your world. Oh my gosh. Um, I am just having a great day today. And <laughs> I have I have a networking event tonight. It's called RebelCon. It's here in Richmond, Virginia. That's where I Ooh. live. And all day tomorrow. So that's pretty exciting. Oh, very cool. <laughs> very cool. That's awesome. What's that? What's yeah. that all about? What are you doing there? Um, it's just, it's social media and it's networking and it's networking with other business owners here in Richmond, Virginia that are movers and shakers and startups. And I'm excited oh, cool. to meet, um, a lot more women entrepreneurs. I think that's a lot of the market and network that will be there. So. I'm oh, excited. very cool. Awesome. And so just tell us a little bit, if you don't mind, Judy, tell my audience, Hey, Dan, good to see you. Come on in. Please share this out guys. Because sharing yes, thank you, Dan. is caring. <laughs> yes. And we, I mean, I'm telling you the amount of value that Judy Fox is going to bring to the table is going to just rock your socks off. So you got to share this out. Please share this out. <laughs> Judy, tell people, because I know I didn't do you justice with that intro. Aww. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you came from, your whole kind of maybe a brief history, not the whole history, but I, know I was born at, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a small child raised in the bayou. No, but, um, you know, something, something that gives us a little bit more than what I did. That's for sure. Well, I will go back to my education because I feel like a lot of people rest on that, but at the end of the day, it's just a jumping block for you to get into the rest of your life and your career. So I graduated with my chemical engineering degree and oh, I wow. went to work out in a mine in the desert in California. So again, I started off in, in the construction industry in a very, um, you know, coming from a woman entrepreneur, I always tend to say this, I was in a male dominated field for a very long time. So in general, um, you know, being an engineer, being in the mining industry, being in the construction industry, I then 
worked for a company for 10 years out of Chicago. I got my master's and it just was working my way up the corporate ladder. So I was looking at heading into the C-suite and one of my mentors actually became the CEO, the first female CEO of a major construction company. So all of this is happening in like late 90s, early 2000. So 99, 2000. Oh, very And then, yeah. So then I was traveling a ton, um, going to conferences. Again, I was really focused on the environmental space. And around 2008, when the economy collapsed, I was in the construction industry at that time. So I lost my job. And that's really when I went all in on LinkedIn. So I started really networking Uh, worked on my resume, worked on my profile, definitely used the direct messages. I wasn't creating content. So from 2008 until 2018, I was blowing up LinkedIn, but from a networking, not being out on the platform. So I think that really is very surprising for people because I know this platform so well, but I don't, I never created content. (laughs) You know, I, I, I love the way you said that because I think that one of my first questions I wanted to ask you, you and I, I mean, let me tell you guys, Judy Fox is somebody, and I told you this in our, in our messages that we were talking back and forth. What I really appreciate about you is you understand that if you're not being genuine, if you're not actually speaking your truth, that you're not going to attract the right type of people. What One thing I really advocate to my audience a lot, Judy, is Don't worry about the people who are not digging you. Don't worry about the people who are not liking you, sharing you, following you, or what have you. Care about the people who are already engaged, right? And and if they truly appreciate your, you know, your your realness, I don't even want to use the word authenticity because I know that's just like been overabused lately. But I mean, (laughs) it's true. I mean, just kind of who are you? What do you stand for? Because if you're creating this alter Instagram ego or whatever, right? I call it coconuts and yachts. If you're creating this coconuts and yachts kind of, uh, you know, posture, who are you going to attract? Is is that the right kind of people that you want to attract? One of my first questions for you, Judy, was what is the biggest, I try to really talk about LinkedIn a lot. You know how much I love the platform. It is my- I love it too. (laughs) I know you love it too. And I know that you got Gary. I loved your video. You got Gary. I mean, that was so cool that you got Gary to admit it. I mean, not admit it, but just you got Gary to say it. It was so cool in your videos. Like, I love LinkedIn. I was like, I know. Yes, yes. yes." (laughs) That was so awesome. But what do you think? What do you think is the biggest misperception that people have about our awesome, beloved platform? I mean, I try to convince people all the time. And when I say convince, just advocate, really. But I would love to hear from you. What do you what do you get a lot where people are like, hey, Judy, do you get this a lot? Like, hey, Judy, why should I be on LinkedIn? I mean, what's the big deal about LinkedIn? It feels like a lot of resistance happens because we only have so much time. Right. And there's a lot of pressure it possibly feels like to show up on Instagram, to show up on Facebook, to show up on Twitter. And there's a million places you can show up online. And now they look at LinkedIn and they're like, well, okay, is it really going to be worth my time? Right. And (laughs) after being on LinkedIn solidly from, you know, and just not even creating content, just being connected and networking and the DMs and, 
and making sure you are connecting with people and having real conversations, it is so important because you're going to meet people that you, like I'm meeting you. I would never would have met you. And I don't know how, I don't know how I would create these deep conversations through other platforms and trust that they're coming from a business perspective. I would say you can more likely trust that you're, going to create something that's going to go somewhere versus the other platforms. You might stay a little more surface. It might take you a little longer to get to that business opportunity where LinkedIn, it's like, we've got our shops open. Our profiles are our shops and people are coming in, checking you out. If they want to do business with you, they're going to pick up something and look at it and be like, oh, you do workshops. What do you do? I don't see that happening on the other platforms. It's not like somebody comes to my Facebook and says, oh, I see you do this. I mean, maybe it happens, but not as often as LinkedIn. I love the way you said that. This is your shop. This is your professional shop. I tell my clients all the time, uh, uh, Judy, I say, think of LinkedIn as your own personal professional website. Mm -hmm. It's the first thing that comes up on Google search, which is the number one search engine. And you got to, you got to at least have something that's presentable, Right. I mean, you know, if it's fine with me, if people don't want to go, let's say, as as knee deep or as depth as you and I do, but but it's important to understand that, especially I love how you gave the modifier professional, because I think you're right, like with Instagram and Facebook, and I do believe that you should be on different channels as well. You should have a omnipresence, but at the same time, you need to focus on what's working, Um and I, I totally agree with you. It does have an expectation. There isn't, there is something imbued in the platform of LinkedIn where people understand, okay, this is not the place where I go to kind of share my pics of me hanging out at Starbucks necessarily, or this isn't the place where I go and find out, you know, Hey, share, you know, pictures of my kids, maybe perhaps, or too much of my personal life, even though I think LinkedIn is getting a little bit looser, which I love. Um, especially with the introduction of native video over a year ago. But I love how you say that there's this beautiful expectation. There's this almost like this inherent um, understanding that when you connect on LinkedIn, when you communicate on LinkedIn, when you create content on LinkedIn, that you're creating it with the understanding that there's going to be this professional umbrella that's sort of hovering and, and really informing those connections. I love that. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, um, with, with LinkedIn, are you, so are you on other channels just really quickly? I want to dive deep into LinkedIn, but what are your thoughts on being on other channels or what other channels do you feel complement sort of your style or your content creation? Or is it even, does it even matter? I think I was super behind on Instagram. I only just got on like literally this year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know really- if you even need to be on Instagram. Have I mean, people talk about Instagram all the time, but I mean, I'd love your thoughts. I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's just fun. I yeah. I like, and that's my one of my first branded word that I came up with was the word fun. Yes. I wanted my life God, I love it. to be more fun and business can be fun. You don't have to be all uptight and stressed out. It's okay. It. And if you're going to work together, it's going to be great. And if it's almost like, if I have to like, claw at somebody to work with me, then they don't really want to work with me. Like, (laughs) so let's just have some fun together. And if, if you're not open to having a little bit of fun or laughing, or at least just be a little lighthearted, then 
it's, it's just, do I really want to like, um, what's the word be miserable all the way through my life? No. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I got uh, check, please check, please. But, I don't want to be um, miserable. Thank you. But the main thing is, is I love, I really went all in on Pinterest a while ago because it's ah. like a gorgeous organized kind of way of organizing the things you find on the internet. And I loved that. And so I've reached a point where I think I'm anywhere between 20 and 30,000 views a month on my Pinterest. Wow. Yeah. And I, I just went all in on that and it drives traffic to your website or to wherever you send them, it's going to drive traffic. And I love that part too. Yeah. That's one of those platforms. I still, I mean, I, I joke with my audience all the time that, you know, I'm everywhere because I'm a content creating machine. And I believe that if you've got this airtime that is being offered to you for free, you'd be absolutely totally negligent not to take advantage of that. However, I do have focuses, right? So my yeah. focuses are predominantly LinkedIn, predominantly YouTube and my podcast, which is you're listening to, if you're listening to this right now at the gym or walking your dog or in the car or whatever, hello from Judy and Nez. Hello. But, um, those are my like focus, like focuses because I love what you said at the top of the hour. You said, look, people don't have, you don't have time. I mean, time is an ultimate asset nowadays. I don't know how some of these people without social media teams do it. I mean, I do everything myself. I'm not Mr. Big Time, at least yet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I do everything myself and I'm, I'm just running myself haggard half the time. So you have to have, fo- I mean, this is early on. You have to have focuses. If you don't have the focuses, oh, you're just going to be cooked. You're going to be totally cooked and fried. I want to say really quickly, I want to welcome everybody to the live stream chat Dan, Barb, RK, Alfredo, thank you so much for checking us out. Dan, I see you have a question right there. Is that a question? Video is the most intriguing part. I want to read this comment real quick, Judy. Nez machine. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. That's right. (laughs) It is the Nez machine. (laughs) Dan says video is the most intriguing part that brought me back to LinkedIn without it just being a job search especially the current opportunity with it being so unsaturated. Okay. This is something I was actually going to talk to Judy about, which I love. So video, 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 Judy Fox. Um, When LinkedIn introduced video, I nearly exploded (laughs) because I was so excited because my dearly beloved platform was now going to give us an opportunity to create what I call, I think, modern communications, which is what video communications is. And it just gave us a beautiful opportunity. And I like how Dan, you said it kind of took the stuffiness out of the platform. Would you agree with that, Judy? I mean, do you think that 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 LinkedIn introducing video has given a whole new color, a whole new fragrance to the platform, if you will? Definitely. I mean, you, with a video, you can so quickly connect with people. You can see my eyes, you can see your awesome backdrop. (laughs) (laughs) I love that backdrop. You have to explain that in a little bit. It's awesome. (laughs) You You guys, that's not her backyard. (laughs) No, (laughs) you can just cut through the steps that it would take to get to know somebody. And, you know, when I get on video, I try like I'm doing right now, I'm trying to look in the camera, I'm trying to speak clearly. 
And this is how it would be if you were going to meet me in a meeting and have a one-on-one or a group meeting with me or have me come to a presentation or have me said you, you can't, that's incredible to be able to do that on LinkedIn because LinkedIn, there's going to be people searching for speakers, trainers, uh, consultants, and the way that you communicate will be the way that that client is going to want to hear what they need to hear to move to the to move the needle, to get the sales, to close the contracts, whatever that client needs you for, whatever you're selling, if you can dial in that and give those tips and talk to those people, they're going to want to hire you and it's going to close the deal so much faster. Oh my gosh. I just, this is, listen, 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 y'all to what you <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, I said this a bunch of times too, Judy, that I've, I literally have one video that I use almost as a CRM tool. It has just absolutely transformed my online business, my, my coaching business. I mean, literally by a hundred X. And this is a video that, I mean, it just gives you a little more three dimensionality of who I am. And on LinkedIn, we're talking about building your personal brand. Wow. What a beautiful opportunity. I, I really hope Judy, and I want, I want your thoughts on this because I told Ross brand this from Livestream universe. Hopefully he's watching this or listening to this. I told him when he had his 2018 predictions that mm-hmm. I would predict that LinkedIn would introduce some type of live streaming plat- like native to the platform because I just think it would be like, whoa, like if, if LinkedIn actually, and I even like the name LinkedIn Live, like if it was called <laughs> LinkedIn Live, could you imagine Judy going live from VidSummit or going live from a conference or an event or a sales conference or, you know, meeting or what have you, a workshop? Like the, or this would be live on LinkedIn. This would be live on LinkedIn. Like, is that crazy? Or do you think, Hey, Nez chill out. We need to take it one step at a time. Like what I would love your thoughts. Cause I know you're a LinkedIn expert and I would love to hear what you think about that. I don't have the inside voice of LinkedIn. So I don't want <laughs> anyone to think that I'm in the, in like that. I've got some, what's the word? Like you're the insider, like LinkedIn (laughs) sitting right here. Yes. (laughs) Um, but what I would say is, I mean, all signs point, point towards that point live, especially because Microsoft and Skype and all the different kind of platforms, you can kind of see that that would make sense. You don't know how they're going to introduce it or what it could look like or how it's going to show up on the platform necessarily. Mm. But I can see where that would be something that could be coming out 2019. And then, you know, I just know that because of what I know, I can see LinkedIn kind of soaking up information from the people who are highly consuming and using the platform. So it was more like a, 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 a wishful thinking, a, a kind of a hope that somebody from LinkedIn would have saw that <laughs> because I, uh, I truly think that that kind of, I mean, I'm a big proponent of live video and live streaming, hence my, you know, my show, I've been doing this for over two years and I just think what a beautiful marriage that would be because of what you just said, which is opportunity, Nez Nation. Listen to what Judy's saying. Opportunities. If you want to be a coach, a consultant, we're in the gig economy, a freelancer, a designer, what have you, a business coach, doesn't matter, a speaker, you're looking for speaking opportunities. I mean, listen to what Judy's saying. Video has been able to put the face, right, to the business, humanize your business or your services, which is just awesome. 
And I think live video, adding that interactive element, holy macadamia nut. It would be my (laughs) dream come true, Judy. (laughs) Um, The one thing about live that really resonates with people is they know you can't take it back. You know that your answer can't fake it. I can't then turn around and edit using my phone and cut out all the ums and ahs. This is what I would look like if we were going to have a meeting. and. This is what you would hear from me. So same with you. And I think that's why live, there's pros and cons to it. It can be this thing that, you know, you might say, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous or whatever, but it's just, we're sitting here having a meeting and people just happen to be watching us. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's awesome. And it's awesome. And guys, if you have any questions for our awesome guest, Judy Fox, please leave it in the chat and I will definitely get to it. Um, Judy, I have a question for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was looking at my phone. I have a question. (laughs) You have been garnering some pretty remarkable views and reach and engagement on your content. You know, I've been doing my due diligence and not only do I love your personality, but you're a very consummate professional, which I love. I just have so much respect for that. I would love it if you would share with our Nez Nation audience, what do you think or what are the kind of, I don't, I know there's no such thing as a secret sauce or a magic elixir. But what would you say is like some things that me and my audience could incorporate that you should be doing or maybe not be doing to really get that kind of reach so you can build your awareness and build your brand equity? What would you say are some maybe four or five or just a couple here and there that you see, you know what, Nez, this works really well? So I would start with saying and kind of like what we've talked about behind the scenes, which is that I'm not an overnight success. That, yes. so one, we talked one, about that before we went live. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell the people what we were talking about. Well, one of the things is I started blogging in 2008 and I started nice. following Marie Forleo. I started following and consuming content on YouTube. Now, too bad I didn't start a YouTube channel or do something back in 2008, but I was paying attention to how to use social media. And so I signed on to B-School and took that course. And that course you get every single year. And it's an investment, but it levels you up. I'm not trying to sell that platform, by the way. (laughs) But I want to give that background because I also, what I didn't realize was, so I took four years off social media. I went through something really tough in my life and took four years off social media And during that time, I actually started making videos, which is so interesting, but none of those videos have seen the light of day. Hmm. And so that's why I try to tell people, it looks like I just got on March, 2018 and made my first video. And I actually thought that too, until I started realizing I have like thousands, like just tons of videos over the course of four years. I actually had a daily video project that I made for four years. That's incredible. And I, I think to myself, oh, did that affect? It did. And I'm not saying everyone has to make four years of videos that never see the light of day to be able to get on video, but it, it created something that I didn't realize just kind of, what's that thing? It like merged the copy content of how to write good copy Right. The fact that I was practicing showing up on video without thinking about it, if that makes sense. No, no, no. It totally trying to show up on video. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. No, I think a lot of people video. have this misperception. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, go. I think yeah. a lot of people, I think, you know, have this misperception that 
wow, you know, who this, this same thing with like, you know, it's like kind of like the same thing with musicians. Like all of a sudden you see this artist, like when Amy Winehouse first hit the scene, you know, God rest her soul. Yeah. You know, people thought like, oh gosh, so now they're just making all these, you know, Christina Aguilera copies or whatever, Britney Spears or Madonna copy, but people don't know this person. This person has been working, dancing, singing, training for 20 years. And we just so happen to see them on MTV and we think, well, they're a one hit wonder. It's, 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 it's what you're saying. kind of reminds me of that. And yeah, I, I think that, you know, what I would say is really intriguing about that. And for my audience, Judy, and I'd love your thoughts on this. Nobody's going to see the sweat, the toil and the blood. They're only going to see the results. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, people feel the need to defend themselves on that. And I would say that's fine if you feel that way. And I'm really speaking to my audience here. But I, because I, I get this question a lot, like, you know, I get this comment a lot, like, you know, where did you, you came out of nowhere. You know, I remember when your live stream was like only one person watching live and now you've got hundreds or 50 or 20. Well, you know, it takes a lot of work. There was a, there was, I've done over a thousand broadcasts practically. I've been live streaming, you know, for a very long time. You know, I started a vlog. I'm sorry. I started a blog on MySpace. You know, if you guys can remember MySpace. I had MySpace. (laughs) So, I mean, like, I totally love that you're bringing this up and I appreciate that you're bringing this up. And I would say, you know what? Screw it. If they don't, if, if people don't appreciate the hard work that you put in has nothing to do with you. You Mm -hmm. keep on cooking, you keep on doing your thing. And Judy, you've been doing just amazing stuff. I love the stuff that you're putting out. Well, I still want to answer your question. I want to answer the original question, which is why I was kind of giving you (laughs) the What's the original question? I forgot. (laughs) The original question was like, how things we can do to get on LinkedIn video and any recommendations. And so I had a really great question from Emma the other day. I asked her permission because she sent it in the DMs and she, she uploaded her first video and it, when, you know, it was like three or 4,000 views, it had great engagement wow. comments. And then her next video didn't do as well. And so she sent me a message and said, would you be willing to check them out and just give me any feedback? I'm open to it. And so of course I got her permission to be able to talk about it, by the way, I didn't want to, you know, of hurt course. anyone's confidentiality, but basically I went on and looked and I said to her, I said, here's the thing. And maybe it's, it's, I, it's paying attention to what's, but when you're scrolling, so she had about 900 followers and she got three to 4,000 views on her wow. first video, right? So she's wow. got, she's got numbers looking, but her next video was barely popping like a hundred, right? So, which was, which is her followers. So it wasn't bad doing terrible, No, but she, um, the difference was the first video, first of all, the first video can naturally get some traction. The second thing is her first video very quickly went to her face. And you could just see her face, you could see who she was, and you could see her on camera, and you could see her kind of realness. You could just mm. see it. Mm. And you could get and you could feel it very quickly. The second video, she had branded it. And so the front uh-huh. film of it was just the brand and the image of the brand. And I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what it was going to turn into. So since that brand stood there. And the video count is about three seconds. And that's when you get a video count that you actually had a view it. um, And then she wasn't drawing people in because that video, that frame lasted for three seconds. And so since LinkedIn doesn't have a really good way to add in a thumbnail like YouTube does. Right. 
that is so important to at the front of your video to so if you notice my videos i try to edit them to the first frame even the gary vaynerchuk one i i sat there like taking screenshots of like the <laughs> video like three times i was like drew drew oh i got it so i finally got the screenshot and i placed it at the very front and i made it less than about a second just so that when you're scrolling that one second image is the image of him smiling, me smiling like that. And then it goes into the video. And I didn't, here's one other thing I learned about YouTube and LinkedIn is if you have that first frame and then all of a sudden it goes to something different and you're at the grocery store and I'm not actually standing there in the first, but I naturally made it roll into the conversation I had with Gary Vaynerchuk. Right. So it wasn't like clickbait, which is, which Correct. is what they call that in YouTube. Right. Yeah. But so I, think I did important to note. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think this is important to note because a lot of people don't realize this and I hope maybe LinkedIn will change this, you know, and maybe they will, maybe they won't, but yeah, that's a great point. You know, how the first the thumbnail automatically when you post natively to LinkedIn, especially yeah. video is the first like two second frame, right, Judy? Yeah. I was going to try and show you some examples, but like, so basically I just responded to her. I said, you know, just make that first frame so we can see your face mm. and more people are going to watch and they, you know, put your brand in your corner, you know, like right here in the corner, I put hashtag Fox rocks in the corner but it's not the screen. People are going to want to see who you are to be able to know they want to watch your video. I have a quick question. And then I want to get to RK Gold, who has a great question. Ooh, hi, um, RK. Yeah, RK's in the house. Good to see you, RK. But I was going to say, like, I put myself front and center. Oh, there you go. There you go. Perfect. And so the first frame already started, but I will, like, literally, I interviewed these, you know, two great guys. I interviewed them sitting on a couch, but the first frame is me up in the camera. Right. And then I edited and and flipped back to us sitting on the couch. And always follow through with the promise of that initial frame, which is what yes. you did with the Gary video, which I loved. I love that video. Um, and guys, I'm going to leave in the show. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm going to leave links. And I know uh, Judy will come back to the live stream and come. I want what I'd like you to do, Judy, if you don't mind, whenever you have free time and you have car blanche, come back when this live stream posts mm -hmm. and leave links to whatever you want, where people can find you and reach you in the show notes on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, I'm going to leave links to Judy Fox's LinkedIn profile and her other information so you can find out and see how she creates just rock-solid gold content that's giving her such a great brand and great reach. I have a quick question. Oh, one one thing, it's UDI. Say that again? UDI. Yes. That's the only thing yeah, that's I realized right. that's right. <laughs> that catches people. I, they're like, we can't find you. We looked for you. We saw you on this live. And I'm like, it's JDI. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you went wrong <laughs> so um let me ask you this really quickly is is it do you get more push from linkedin the and this is kind of maybe a technical question do you get more push from linkedin if you if you actually shoot natively rather than posting a video that you already recorded or does it matter do you um, know that by chance i have never and I, I maybe i don't know that because i've never posted totally native. Okay, cool. I like doing a little bit of editing, like I said, so I so make I. sure my first frame. So yeah. I mean, and just for reference, I'm not trying to brag, but I think I'm at like 1.5 million views or one point. That's awesome. No, no, no. That's not bragging at yeah. all. That's why I love having 
people like you on the show. And that's why I'm so honored to have you because I want my audience to really understand that this is a platform where people are people, first of all, where people have money and they're professionals. And this is an unbelievable way to advance your career and your business. I think a lot of people still think, you know, we used to call LinkedIn like 10, 12 years ago, we used to call LinkedIn, you know, Facebook with a tie. It's no longer (laughs) like that. I mean, it's really not. And I think with Microsoft's acquisition and with video and with content creators coming on the platform, haven't you noticed this, Judy? A lot more content creators, especially YouTubers and grammars and what have you. Like, I think this platform, even Gary's upped his game on LinkedIn. And he's even, if you've noticed, Judy, Gary's even cleaned up his language for LinkedIn. He's respecting the platform. I've noticed a little. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. like, so- I was going to say the other things, you know, everyone, you know, the vanity metrics of views, it's nice. We don't know. But at the end of the day, I, I would say I went through my views and my likes and comments through every video going back to the beginning. And it's averaging about 600 likes and comments Wow. video. So, I mean, yes, some videos are going to get a hundred or 200. I mean, again, it depends if you're getting traction, you just got to keep going. It didn't start out that way, but then all of a sudden I hit a thousand likes and then I hit 3000. I think the highest one was about almost close to 4,000. Which is, is there fun. anything that you think, <laughs> by the way, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there anything that you think that people should be aware of, of like definitely don'ts like not to do on the platform that will hurt your reach or hurt your brand? Because it is a different platform. It is more, uh, I don't want to say uptight or stiff because it's definitely not that, but it is more of the professional, you know, kind of arena. I think you to first, I think you can have fun. I, my personal thing is you have to, you know, watch out for being sarcastic because people think that's fun. And then your sarcastic sense of humor might play off wrong. So I think I've learned early on in the platform, I do tend to have a sarcastic sense of humor, but I've like, I don't show up sarcastically on the platform. (laughs) I just don't think it's going to play off well. And plus it made me realize like, that's more of an in-person, your close friends and people get your humor. Right. Right. That's really Um, interesting. The other thing I would say is, you know, we all want our videos to be viewed. And the thing is, is sometimes, and I've had videos miss the mark. I think I'm offering value and it just misses the mark and I've had them and I didn't see it until hindsight. And then in hindsight, I go, well, okay. But if I had spent time trying to push that video down people's throats, if it's not going to get traction, it's not going to get traction, move on, make another video do another content, maybe figure out what went wrong on that one. How did you frame it in a way that people didn't want to share, didn't want to like, didn't want to comment. Sometimes you make it too much about yourself. And I realize like, I've got to watch out for that. And then the other thing, one more thing is, and then I'll get off my soapbox. (laughs) No, I love it. This is why you're here. I love it. You have carte blanche. All right. I got a soapbox. So I would just say the last thing is when you're on somebody else's profile or page or post, respect it. You're coming on there to add value to what content they just put out. And I would not try to steal the spotlight. Shine it more on them. Mm. It's their post. It's their content. They made a video about, don't turn around and be like, well, I made a video in the comments about this. (laughs) But people do that. They'll be like, I just posted five seconds ago a video just about the subject. Go check it out. And you're like, well, just seriously? I just... (laughs) 
<laughs> you're sending everyone off of my post. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I mean, it's it's almost like happen on YouTube, like where people all of a sudden will be like, oh, I just made a video about that. Yeah. Yeah. They w- actually, it happens all the time, which is why people get banned or people get kicked out or people get, you know, blocked. Yeah. It's like, it, it's, it's th- definitely, I would say LinkedIn has its own specific kind of, you know, governing, you know, vibe, but you know, it's interesting. These are all human things, aren't they? A lot of them seem like common sense. Like most platforms, if you're going to, if you're going to act like somebody who's going to, you know, not respect the individual creating the content and just not be more human, well then, you know, nobody's going to want to hang out with you or nobody's, it's just, it's just real common sense stuff. But I love what you're saying about, you know, making sure that you actually respect the content creator and bring more to the table as opposed to detracting. Right. I love that. I have so many more questions. I, I want to get into hashtags too, because I know with Twitter being incorporated with uh, LinkedIn and LinkedIn hashtags is really big, but I have to get to RK's question because I don't want to, I don't want to neglect him. Sorry, RK. RK asks, awesome. what are some tips to know if people in your inbox, oh, this is a good one, are reaching out in genuine interest or just trying to get something out of you slash use you? Great question, RK. I get this all the time. I'm sure you do too, right, Judy? Mm-hmm. I would say the first thing is if I almost feel like I have like three buckets that I put people in and sometimes two, <laughs> but I try, to, <laughs> I try to simplify it. I mean, if somebody's sending me a message saying, how can we work with you? How can, you know, I'm probably going to be like, assuming they want to work with me. So I'm going right, to jump right, right. on it. Be like, let's get on a call. Let's figure out what's going on. Um, right. what are you thinking? So that's my first bucket of people because that's clients, that's money, that's contracts, that's that's the work. <laughs> right. And then the second bucket is, um, you know, people who are genuinely you 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 their actions match their words. For example, they're commenting and liking and creating content themselves and engaging in the community. And you can just see that. So you, you, it's not that you can jump on a call with everybody. You just can't, but you know that they're there. And especially that voice message feature, like we feel like we had a long conversation, even though we never talked on the phone. It was awesome. We went back and forth in the voice message. So I just feel like you you just know who you're going to vibe with. And you kind of got to go with that gut instinct. And then the last bucket is where I, if I can't tell why you're reaching out or your request seems a little off, or you're asking me like just a funny question that I just literally don't quite know how to answer. And it's coming from a place that I can't figure you out. I basically say, Hey, I'm really glad to be connected I love getting to know people, but I also love getting to know people first through the public part of the platform. So through the comments, through your content, if you put content out there, I'm happy to go check it out. Or if you can check out my content, I'll see you in the comments online. So if I can't figure out who somebody is in the DMs, I'm going to just kick them out of my DMs. No offense to them, but I don't know how to respond to, can you help me? And then you don't actually tell me how I can help you or, you know, just stuff like that, that I can't oh, quite yeah. figure out. Yeah. I, I second everything you just said and I get it all the time. I'll get, I mean, if you're going to connect with somebody that's cool, but then in the very first five minutes, here's my big don't on LinkedIn. 
Don't send me 7,000 landing page links and say, I can transform your entire business in five minutes. Like, wait a minute, take it easy there. Hesham. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't even know who you are. I just can, you know, start with a, Hey, how you doing? Hello. What's your deal? This is my deal. Hey, I think your video is really cool. Or I like what you did there. Like, <laughs> right. I You're- love coming from the place that because it's a, to me, you can do social selling. You have to earn the right to get their business. Just like you have to earn the right. You don't walk into somebody's business, go up to the front desk and slam a bunch of brochures on the counter and be like, check out this, check out this, check out this, check out this. (laughs) And like expect to get right to the CEO right that second. Like that's, that's weird. Like, so don't do it on LinkedIn. Like (laughs) don't walk into my DMS and be like, check out my website. By the way, I can improve your profile and I can improve your content. And then I go check out their content and I'm like, I think maybe I could improve yours. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spam doesn't work folks. Anytime no. you, if you feel like you're being spammy, you're being spammy. Okay. Listen to that first initial instinct and being spammy is trying to get somebody in on your offer or opt in when they don't even know you provide value first, engage first. I mean, Judy, I would hire Judy in a second. And you know why? Because of what she just said, we literally had like a beautiful back and forth conversation where we use the beautiful, which I love. I use it with clients all the time, Judy. I'm sure you do too. The audio messaging um, tool that LinkedIn pretty much uh, just recently introduced. But it was real. It was raw. It was human. It was, hey, I'm Judy Fox. I'm a human being. Hi, I'm Professor Nez. I'm a human being too. And we just had a great conversation getting to know each other. Like, Like Judy would never even have to say like, hey, I've got this service or hey, I've got this product. Because now I'm so intrigued. We've built this beautiful like relationship, this rapport. I already know, like, and trust her. And we all know we've heard those kind of parameters before. Like I would hire her in a, in a heartbeat because I already Aww. feel that connection. Make the connection first, folks. That's what you want to do. And, 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 and I see this happen to my beloved platform and Judy's beloved platform. And you're just giving, you're actually being a, a poor ambassador to the platform you're actually, I've, I've heard this from people before, Judy. Where like, I am? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I don't want to be on LinkedIn because every time I go oh. on LinkedIn, I get spammy inbox messages. RK, this is a great question. So this is my sort of proclamation to all of you listening and watching. Please, please, please. What I was just saying and what Judy just reinforced so beautifully, make that connection, engage, be a human being first. It's good for the platform. It's good for you. It's good for everyone. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Well, and people talk about, they've asked me about automation tools. Oh, interesting. What's your thoughts on that? That's a whole other thing. I don't do any automation tools. I, at one point, looked at even having an automatic signature at the bottom, which I didn't think would be a big deal, but I went away from it. And the reason why was because... I just decided I didn't want to look automated at all. And I, I'm not automated. When you when you get Judy Fox, you get Judy Fox. So, And I also decided I didn't want anyone signing in as me. Right. Because I realized the voice and the brand that I'm building is going to be me. So when people know that I'm leaving them a message, they always know it literally just came out of my brain and my heart and it came to them. <laughs> no, I and totally that love way, that. So you're not a big uh, chat bot user? <laughs> <laughs> no. So when I, um, 
what's the word? When I build out my team and I've already started setting the stage for different things, they will be them and they will be representing and can be part of the Fox Rocks brand and be part of the team, but they will be themselves because nobody will be Judy Fox, if that makes sense. And I've talked to other people about that. And when I find out that somebody might be showing up and not posting their own posts or writing their own content, I think that starts to like, it just doesn't feel good. And I say to myself, well, I don't want to be that. I, if it's my post, it's my post. I wrote it. I did it. I mean, I could have help along the way, right? but at the end of the day, it'll be like the creative Judy Fox, Fox Rocks direction. I love it. I absolutely love it. Let me ask you this, if I can. I mean, we, 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 can you believe it, Judy? It's only been, I mean, I feel like it's only been five minutes. It's already been like 45 what? minutes. No. And I just, isn't that just insane? This is another sign that you're, you're <laughs> hanging with somebody that was meant to be somebody who you need in your life. And I just, it's just awesome. I could talk to you for 20 hours. It's fantastic. Let me ask you this because I, I know my audience cares about these tactical things as well. Mm-hmm. So I love the stuff you were talking about with the intro and the video and creating content. What are your thoughts? I've been hearing different from different camps and I even experimented with this and test this out on my own content on LinkedIn hashtags. What's the proper use? How many should you be using? And what's the deal with using them on LinkedIn? Because it's become bigger and bigger and bigger. Facebook, not so much. Instagram for sure. Uh, Twitter pretty much started it. But I see this beautiful integration with Twitter and it's been there for a while, but now hashtags on LinkedIn seem to be gaining steam. What's your insights on that? Uh, I have two thoughts on that. Okay. So I use my own hashtag, hashtag Fox Rocks. Yes, I saw that post. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I search it every once in a while. Just I probably search it two or three times a week just to check. But what I've noticed is it's not catching everything that got tagged as Fox Rocks, which I find a little frustrating. It's not like I can, it's not like Instagram where I can go in there and find the top ones and then find the ones that are kind of behind the scenes. And I can like find almost all of them. Right. Like I feel like LinkedIn's not catching them all or categorizing them all or something, something still quite glitchy there with LinkedIn. Yeah. But I, I think it's worth it to get comfortable with using them. And I just put some at the bottom, but I don't worry too much about them. If that makes sense. I no, pick, that totally like, makes sense. I pick my top three or four or whatever. I sometimes max will go to seven, maybe, maybe 10. I try not to go too crazy. And then the other thing I personally, again, this is a personal thing, so I don't know how other people feel about it. I have a hard time reading posts that it's like every other word they're hashtagging the words in the post. And I'm like, Oh yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's one thing to tag. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I do that. (laughs) I have a hard time with that, but that's just me. That's a personal (laughs) thing. Maybe my eyeballs aren't calibrated to reading like, like hashtag hashtag with, I'm like, why is somebody hashtag? (laughs) Don't be, in other words, don't be a hash hole. I just, the only one I will mix in is if somebody like, you know, some people have, you know, hashtags that you, they've branded them so well that I just know them. 
Right. And if that may, that is where I think the hashtag beauty of LinkedIn is starting to kind of be a part of my brand. And so people go around the platform saying hashtag Fox rocks. And I'm, I go on my videos and I'm like, hashtag Fox rocks. Yes. <laughs> it's such a good hashtag too. It's great. Dan says, Dan says, hi, I do that all the time. Hashtag everything. <laughs> Dan also makes I mean, a great I, I comment. I still read the post, but it's it's sometimes I'm like, what did that do? Yeah, yeah, it, it can. No, I I totally agree. I think it can get a little bit out of control where it's just hashtag buffet. And what if I'm just full. a big post on a hashtag. Yeah. yeah, you know what? That might that would actually be a pretty cool article by Judy Fox, maybe or a video. <laughs> like, what is the proper usage of hashtags on LinkedIn? I love it. I mean, um, some things are personal, where everyone has a different feel about it, but I. Right. I've noticed I've played around with it and I personally feel like my posts do just fine if I'm at about five or seven and I like putting them there. I don't know. I don't know if it does worse or better. I go back to when I have a video that just nails it, it's getting shared, it's getting likes, it's getting comments. So I feel like the hashtags don't always be the thing that's boosting it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I agree with what you said earlier. I think that LinkedIn is still kind of figuring that out. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a lot of testing too. And it is a little glitchy, but um, I love the integration with Twitter because I think Twitter is a great place to have a conversation with people and brands and companies, um, at least in small piecemeal style. But um, yeah, it's interesting to me where now you can follow certain hashtags on uh, LinkedIn. And I think LinkedIn, it's so beautiful, Judy. I think LinkedIn is becoming a real social media platform, which is something that I don't know if we could have called it like a sort of natural organic social media platform. It was more of networking, right? It was more business B2B, but I think it's changing and I love the change. And I, and I know I you think do it's too. human to human. now. It's human to human. Yes. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, listen to what Dan says. Dan says uh, there should be a weekly Fox and Nez show all on LinkedIn strategy. You never know it. folks. You never know what the world could bring. You never know. <laughs> There's so much. And I, so here's another thing I, and I, I'm sure you'll be fine with this. I'm going to pull this video and then chop it up into sections. And then we can get that, like some of these tips and just bite-sized pieces on the platform. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, Hey, um, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, you, (laughs) Oh, look at that. The Fox, the Fox and Nez show. I love it. Dan, Dan, you're going to be our producer. Okay. All right. I think that's not a bad title, The Fox and Nez Show. I kind of like it. Um, Judy, maybe we need to talk about that. Maybe um, we do. Yeah. I'll send, I'll send you a message, a LinkedIn message. <laughs> yes. Yeah, send me a LinkedIn audio message. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to I wanna just say from the bottom of my heart, uh, Judy, you've just been fantastic. You've been dropping some serious wisdom grenades on mm-hmm. Nez Nation Live. And um, I just think you're terrific. I think your personality, I think your storytelling ability, your content creation. And I love that you love my platform as much as I do. It's just fantastic. I want you to have the floor. I want you to tell our audience where they can find you, uh, uh, if you, if you, if you wish. And also maybe just some final thoughts on LinkedIn or final thoughts on content creation and brand awareness in general. You have the floor, my dear. I would just say, um, obviously, you can find me on LinkedIn, <laughs> and it is <laughs> J-U-D-I-F-O-X. Yes. And I feel like I also have a website, and it is J-U-D-I-F-O-X.com. And it's a simple landing page. And this is one of the thoughts I want to leave everyone with is 
you don't have to go all out to launch your business. What honestly launches your business is the knowledge you have and being able to communicate it and sell it and pitch it and network. And so I didn't launch with this fancy website. I don't even know if my website was up and running when I officially launched. And now it's just a landing page and it has a couple of my videos. It has um, a way to find me on social media and it has recommendations. So I'm not trying to overthink it. And yes, at some point, I do still have my old blog that I ran. It's um, not, it's behind the scenes now a little bit. You can still find it, but I didn't hide anything. (laughs) It's so funny because if you actually look at that, it goes back pretty far. And it's like, like I said, I started blogging in 2008. I was writing about a weight loss story. I lost 50 pounds and I have... Yeah, I've got like crazy like past stories, but I don't talk about it at all because at the end of the day, it'll come out eventually. We're all good. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know what? You made me, you inspired me. I wanted to ask you this too. Do you think that since LinkedIn is becoming a little less, you know, kind of suit and tie and, and stuffy, do you think that it is appropriate to share kind of other personal aspects that get more engagement or, or, or presumably can get more engagement? Or do you think, Hey, you know what? Just stick to your professionals, stick to your brand, stick to your business. Well, some of the people, I mean, I've had these great conversations with a lot of other people on the platform about that exact topic. And there's some topics that I think if I got on and started talking about a weight loss story, it would still go along with people wanting to hire me for, LinkedIn or LinkedIn video or content or strategy and all that, it wouldn't, it wouldn't like be different. It would be merging the fact that our professional and personal lives go together, but I'm not a, like, say for example, I'm not a grief therapist. So if I started getting on and talking all of the time about a subject that I just and not it's that would be a little too off if that makes sense. No, it does. And it I does. think people who are on the platform, like I know some amazing people who are um, like, I do know a grief therapist and she is doing amazing on the pa- platform. And um, that makes sense for her to make videos about that. Yeah. And that's why I think her showing up on the platform and, or anyone, if somebody is talking about anxiety, well, maybe they are an anxiety and are a, a coach that deals with, and that's one of their target audiences. So if you're going to start talking about some of the issues you've had in business or in life, do they kind of go a little bit along with what you would want to talk about in your business world? If that makes I sense. I love that. No, I think it should. I think it should align in some respects with your purpose for being on the platform initially. I love what you said. My whole brand is mindset and messaging. So we we talk about this dude in here between your ears and we talk about how do you communicate that to the world? So mindset and messaging, I truly believe mindset and having the understanding as Aristotle said, who are you is the epicenter of your success. So you can't communicate anything. You can't brand anything if you don't know who you are, right? Mm -hmm. So what's interesting, what you're saying, I love how you said that, Judy, because I will do video content on LinkedIn where I'm pretty, um, pretty raw to say it, to say, to put it mildly. I'm talking about, you know, sometimes it's not all, you know, unicorns and yachts, you know, it's not always glitz and glamour that all these content creators, we have struggles too. And I want to share some struggles that I'm having. And maybe you can relate to this sort of kind of inspiring, motivating. And you know, what's funny is those videos do probably better 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you want to look at metrics and all that and vanity metrics or what have you, but it's interesting. Like, I like the way you said that if it aligns with, you know, it can't be so off base or you're not going to, I would advise don't talk about things that you don't know anything about, which is why the subject of you is a cool subject. Um, or that you wouldn't like, like, would I want to talk ad nauseum, like forever all about not. every single day about, I mean, I could talk forever about LinkedIn, by the way, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why like, I'm not a weight loss therapist or expert. I just freaking lost my own weight. Like, I don't know, like, I just, <laughs> but I mean, I made a post. You're sharing your story. You're sharing and your story. It, it wraps into who I am yeah. and what I've overcome and what I have been through in my life. But at the end of the day, that's not what I'm trying to sell. I'm not trying to get clients that need that help. But if that's a part of what they need help with and I end up coaching them, you see what I mean? Of yeah, course. Yeah, I'm not going to that's not I'm not a weight loss expert, so. No, oh, I love or it. Or dietitian. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Stay in your lane, speak yes. your truth and talk about things that you feel you can bring to the table with comfort and confidence. You can be a 360 person still. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think little bits of who I am can come out every, you know, just, you see what I mean? Like you of can course. be a full rounded person, but if you're going to do like an entire series on something, you maybe want that to be your clients. Yeah. Multidimensionality. I think that we as human beings, as one of my favorite authors said, Walt Whitman, we're multifaceted. So we're not all, we're not all, you know, puppy dogs and ice cream. It's not all beautiful. It's sometimes ugly, dark, frustrating. You know, we fail, we succeed, we triumph. I think showing, um, I think showing that, and and I'm just basing this on how I feel personally, but also just from my brand. And I'd, I'd love your thoughts on this, Judy. I've seen my audience get more in tune with me. I've seen the right kind of people. I've attracted the right kind of people. We're like, you know, I've gotten comments sometimes you were like, Nez, that video that you, you know, you produced that you published about you, like really being personal about your frustrations and your struggle. That was the best video I've ever seen you create. And it's like funny because I do have trepidation sometimes. And I, especially when I was first starting out now, I really feel those kind of videos give what you just said, that well-roundedness, that 360. And um, maybe you don't do it all on LinkedIn, right? Because you have to respect the platform, but you never know. The, the platform's a living thing too. It's it's evolving, right? I mean, it's I evolving mean, right before our eyes. I've seen very vulnerable posts on LinkedIn. And again, it just depends what you, what your boundaries are, what you're willing. It's almost like working in an office space. Would I be willing nice. to go into the cafeteria and tell everybody in this cafeteria that I work with <laughs> that I struggle with X, Y, Z or whatever it is, or I, whatever your thing is, Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe like we, we had one-on-one conversations. I've had one-on-one conversations with so many people and they know so many things about me, but I, right now I'm kind of just doing it one-on-one where our people know some things behind the scenes. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, I just want to say thank you so, so much on behalf of the Nez Nation audience, uh, Judy. You absolutely crushed it. You gave us so much value and you just really showed us and taught us a lot. A very enlightening conversation. Um, Everybody in the chat, I want to thank you for listening and watching. And you, Nez Nation, I appreciate you guys so much. It is Judy Fox, y'all, from Fox Rocks. 
She is a LinkedIn rock star. She's just crushing it with video content creation. There she is. There's the brand, the Fox Rocks. (laughs) Do you have a name for your mascot? (laughs) What the Fox? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I love it. What the Fox? That's perfect. (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome. So thank you guys so much for watching. I want to thank our guest. And don't forget, if you Judy's going to go back into the chat after it posts, She's going to leave all of her links that you've got to go check. You have to go check her out. You have to go check her out. You will learn so much. Requirement. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And in the show notes on iTunes, I will leave uh, uh, all the links in the description so that you can get a hold of her. Judy, one more time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You rocked it. And thank you guys all. It is I, Professor Nez, your humble host, personal branding coach. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you, y'all. Thank you.